Welcome to Supply Chain Radio. My name is Greg Kiefer, and today I have a special guest, Mr. Greg Johnson. Welcome to the show, Greg. Thank you. Good to be here. So today, I thought we'd talk a little bit about supply chain visibility. It's a very well-talked-about term in the supply chain world. So you're beginning to see a lot of press and coverage and chatter in the market around supply chain visibility. What's driving that? As a capability, as a thing that companies need, supply chain visibility has been on the top list for a long, long time. In a lot of reports and a lot of surveys, you see supply chain visibility, SCV, features number one or number two as a deficiency, the thing that companies don't have that they want an answer for. And I think the rise in notoriety for it, kind of why you're seeing so much research from Gartner and others recently, is that we've got a little bit of the playbook to make it happen. It's a combination of technology, of leaders and companies that are getting it right, that are finally turning on the lights in their supply chain and seeing, for many companies, for the first time ever. So it's topical, it's appropriate, it's always been sort of a a desired zone, but now we've got a big body of evidence and proof points to sort of show how it's being done and how it should be done. Now, with any hype and trend like this, especially in the world of software and technology, everybody sort of jumps into the ring and there's a lot of noise and confusion. So for example, I've seen supply chain visibility vendor lists or capabilities that are all over the map. I mean, you could have stuff that's somewhat silo-based under a supply chain visibility umbrella. How would you define supply chain visibility? Well, first of all, it's end-to-end. So if you think about the world of supply chain from the demand side of a business all the way over to the supply side of the business, it is the end-to-end sightline into the key business transactions that drive a company. Think of orders and fulfillment in the form of shipments. Think of invoices and payment and inventory positions. These are the vital processes of commerce and supply chain end-to-end that visibility addresses. And that's part one. Part two is it's a capability. So it's the ability for operators, planners, managers, executives inside a company, but also all along the value chain, not just inside the company, but across the network beyond the company, for all of those decision makers to be able to get to that information in near real time to make information-based decisions to run the business. So it's end-to-end, it's tied into the key processes and data in the supply chain, and it's not just visibility for a single company, it's visibility for the network. Right. One of the big analyst firms out there is Gartner. They're probably the predominant supply chain research analyst out there. And I think another sign of a market maturing is when they build a practice of analysts that focus on this topic exclusively. And I was reading a report the other day that talked about how cloud is the predominant delivery model for supply chain visibility solutions. What do you think about that? Well, I think for some time it was debated. And I think that bit of research from Gartner, it's the first time I've seen such a strong statement that it's the prevailing and dominant model for delivering this capability. And I think five years ago, six years ago, a lot of companies, including a lot of these research companies and analysts, would have not had such a strong statement. But the reality is, We just haven't seen full-fledged supply chain visibility systems or capabilities in any company done the old-fashioned way. The notion of using software, an enterprise software like a TMS or a warehouse management system or an event management system that you then hook into a value-added network of EDI, that has not delivered the sightline that is visibility. And really, there's a reason why cloud is the prevailing model. It's because it's the only one that works. It's funny because you look at these reports and oftentimes they'll cover all ends of the spectrum, you know, ranging from on-premise to hosted to private cloud, community cloud, public cloud. In other words, that assumes that you can do it all these different means. 
Do you agree with that? I don't. I think it's even more stark than that. It's not just that cloud is the prevailing model. First of all, cloud's the only model. And more than that, public cloud platforms, multi-tenant, utility-like deployments of cloud infrastructure, that is the way that it works. There are certainly examples of private cloud. In other words, you take your system, you deploy it in a private stack. It's accessible to you and your partners. But it's not a Facebook-like or LinkedIn-like sort of network scale. And you are seeing bits and pieces of visibility in those systems, but it's not ultimately a scalable model. At the end of the day, the visibility capability in its full form is going to be enabled by a large public cloud platform, meaning that it's multi-tenant, meaning that as an organization on that cloud platform seeking sight lines to all your business objects with your thousands of suppliers and logistics service providers, you're not going to be the only one on that platform, the only enterprise on the platform. There are going to be hundreds of enterprises just like you on that platform. And that's the way that you get scale in the community and scale in business process so that it can be not just very affordable, but highly efficient and gives you the agility you need to sort of swap out partners and grow over time. Nothing stays the same in supply chain, right? So the notion of a ubiquitous utility that you can plug into and unplug is probably part of the reason for success. That's right. I think the utility aspect of it, and, and I think people were not only confused over sort of the deployment model, cloud versus license and install, but they're confused over what actually is required to make the thing go, because this is much more like infrastructure than it is like a software application. And infrastructure, if you look at all the big infrastructure projects in the world, road systems, cable TV networks, energy grids, they're all multi-tenant. They're public deployments, and that's what a supply chain visibility system is. It's of that scale. You probably could take it a step further and say, well, you know, cloud has matured in the enterprise a lot over the last decade, and here we are talking a lot about visibility now. They're kind of linked. That's right. Cloud has matured in lots of areas. Companies are a lot more open to it. A lot of the traditional software zones for workforce management, for HR, for CRM, have all gone to the cloud. And it's interesting because a lot of those zones had traction and they had adoption before there was cloud. And that's not the case for supply chain visibility. There were not good examples. There were not companies with good pervasive sight lines until cloud arrived. So this is where, like I said, it's very stark. Cloud is the only way to get this capability at scale in an economic fashion. There you go. That says it all. This is Greg Kiefer, Supply Chain Radio. Thanks for joining us. We're signing off. 